Good evening, and welcome to the Crystal Silence League Hour, episode 139. <clears throat> Can you believe that? We're almost at 140. When we reach 150, we'll have a party or something. I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm a little hoarse today. I've been doing readings all day. <clears throat> Hang on, I'll get that out of here in a minute. And tonight, we're looking at the uh, amazing and rather incredible life and career of uh, Father Major jealous divine who uh, had a a rather long and uh, amazing career spanning about uh, 15 years I think and uh, we'll be looking at him we'll be talking about him quite a bit actually over the next uh, few weeks and uh, first let us look at some of our uh, weekly habits. Uh, we'll look at our stone of the week and we'll do our prayers because this is the Crystal Silence League founded around 1917 by Mr. Claude Alexander Con- Conlon, a magical adept, for the purpose of projecting positive prayer and affirmation for those in need. And in those days, people would write their prayers and their conditions on postcards and letters and mail them to Mr. Conlon, who would pour them out um, many times during his public demonstrations of uh, second sight and spirit communication and great piles on platform stages. And uh, he would lay his crystal ball atop these piles and pray over them, often clairvoyantly reading um, what the prayers revealed. Um, When he passed into the silence around 1954, the league went with him although we have heard from people who still have the membership cards and still practice what we call the daily method, which is going out with the crystal ball and projecting positive affirmation into the ether, which is what our pastors do every day. I just finished praying for 40 people um, before we went on the air around uh, 6.30. I finished my 40 prayers for 40 people, which I do, instead of 10 a day, I do 40 three times a week, sometimes four times a week. And um, so what we do now, uh, magical adepts of uh, the association 
of independent spiritual churches. Um, print these out and um, from our website, which is www.crystalsilenceleague.org. And if you go there, you'll see that we have resurrected the Crystal Silence League sometime around 2007, I think, cybernetically online. And we maintain this site through contributions and through our gift shop where you can buy books and crystals and things uh, pertaining to the practice of uh, crystal ball work. And uh, you can post prayers. Now, prayers are always free. We don't charge for prayers. So we just don't. Uh, the, the practice of crystal chains, crystal networks, uh, crystal prayer warrior practice uh, traditionally has never been charged for. Uh, many of us do ask a fee for uh, doing readings and spiritual work uh, in our practice, but we don't charge to pray for you. None of us do. We uh, Prayer is always free. And if you um, post your prayer there, you'll find uh, a very interesting thing happens. Whenever anyone prays for you, they click a button and you get an email saying someone has prayed for you. And our pastors pray for you uh, quite often. So that's the Crystal Silence League. Now, it's been my custom since I started this radio show uh, 139 shows ago um, from day one to read aloud some of these prayers anonymously. And we'll do that after we talk about our stone of the week, which is Nuamite. And uh, Nuamite is a stone that will protect you from uh, negative attacks from people and spirits. And um, um, it's, uh, it's a stone that's often used in magical practice by many people. And uh, it's a very uh, old stone, and it's sometimes called a sorcerer's stone, not like the one Harry Potter had, which is really an alchemist stone. Um, but uh, it's stone, you have it. It's it's uh, got one of those matrixes in it that when you see it from one angle, it just looks like a, a dull stone. And then when you let light pass through it from another angle, uh, colors, uh, it's like a labradorite. Colors of all sorts will be seen deep down in it. Um, it is um, um, said to be one of the oldest stones formed from the beginning of time. And so you'll see all sorts of stones, all the, all, all the uh, colors of the spectrum in it. And it's considered a very fortunate stone to own. It's a very good scry scrying stone, and it will help you manifest your magical abilities. It is also... Um, uh, a stone that being black and with all the colors of the chakra uh, grounds you firmly into the earth. So those of you who work with the astral chakras uh, will recognize that this resonates with the earth star chakra. And if you're working on magical powers, uh, this will aid you uh, in developing and manifesting your magical powers. Uh, it will help you uh, manifest karma it will help you uh, protect yourself against negative attacks from spirits and people and help you uh, bring that which is within you to the outside. Um, now, when you are uh, releasing very deep karmic issues, when you're ready to face those uh, karmic debts, the darkness that's within you, it's a good stone to use. Uh, a very hard stone so you can drop it directly in your water if you're making your elixirs. Let it uh, fester in the sunlight or the moonlight. 
uh, take it out, add a few drops of uh, brandy within that water so it doesn't um, uh, literally fester with bacteria. And uh, you can anoint your chakras with it. You can sprinkle it about your area, work spells with it, etc. And that's uh, Neumite. All right. Um, if you um, would like to go to the Crystal Silence League website, www.crystalsilenceleague.org, and go to the prayer page, um, you may actually pray along with me uh, for some of the following people. I never identify people by name, uh, although as a pastor I can see them. If you're a member, I think you can see the names, but um, I always call them off anonymously by prayer ID. So I will start to do that right now. And we will begin with prayer ID 71816. And it says, um, this is a prayer that was posted today. It says, I need heavy prayers that my miracle will come today. And the prayer is, God, I know that he is not saved yet, but can you restore our friendship so that way I can witness to him? Please let our paths cross today and surround us with your love. Please soften his heart and open his ears and eyes. Please just let us talk today. Let us clear up any misunderstandings and renew our friendship and give us another chance. I miss him so much right now, and I really need this to happen Amen. And prayer ID 71815 that says, Please help T to see his own self-worth, to see that people need him and that he deserves to be the best version of himself. Please help him to leave unhealthy and harmful habits in the past where they belong, to make amends, and to truly improve himself to have the quality of life his best self deserves. Thank you. Amen. And prayer ID 71814, who says, I want healthy, fitness, abundance, and prosperity. Amen. And prayer ID 71812, will you please pray for me to be protected from all trouble and all harm and for my life to really start improving? I've been really frightened of some things and people for a while. Please pray for all to stay well and for my life to improve. Thank you for your prayers. May God bless you. Amen. Prayer ID 71811. Please return my recently detached partner to me. Two weeks ago, we were planning our future and making plans for what happens next. Then two days later, he suddenly changed and decided he didn't love me anymore. He's currently sleeping with another woman. I know he really does love me. People don't change that quickly. I would like them to go apart and for him to return to me. I know he still loves me deeply, and when we see each other again in two weeks, we'll be back together. She's a user, and I've been warned about her. Amen. Prayer ID 71810. Please pray for me. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, and let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish upon us the work of our hands. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. Psalm 90. Amen. Prayer ID 71809. Thank you to the Crystal Silence League for your many prayers of support. We're in the process of moving back home, and we're so grateful. Please continue to pray for our safe and easy path back to Louisiana. 
Your prayers are powerful and have helped us greatly. We thank the universe for the support of our families, which came to us at a time of great need. Please pray that good fortune continues for us and our families. Amen. And what a handsome couple with their dog. Bless you and continued good luck to you. Prayer ID 71808. On Thursday, April 25th at 2 p.m., I'll be having a sonogram to get to the bottom of the fluid in my lower belly and back. The tech will be looking to make sure there's no damage or infection. Please pray that it's only fluid and that it will be removed and there are no underlying problems. Please pray for my restoration back to excellent help by his stripes. Amen. Prayer ID 71807. P and his family are liars and thieves who are renting home across from mine. He said, daughter backed into my ex-husband's car. They lied. M, his wife, hit the car. They're refusing to pay for damages not covered by insurance. Last weekend, I was doing yard work. Had my small garbage can out front with me. I went to backyard for a few minutes, came out, and gray can is missing. Can is at P's place, side of garage, buried by other garbage cans. Liars and thieves. Pray that they move as soon as possible. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. They stole our garbage can? Prayer ID 71806. Lord, you are the God who hears me day and night. I cry out to you. May my prayer come before you. Turn your ear to my cry and bring back my partner, H, to me. Her depression is taking a toll on her mind and her friend's influence bad. Restore us together, my God, for the sake of our pure love and our families and our two darling children who need both of us and plead that we get back together quickly. Open the supernatural gates. Please remove all misunderstandings and bring forth reconciliation. Amen. Prayer ID 71805 who needs curses removed in Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Spirit. I ask that you return all ill intentions, jealousy, envy, and gossip back to the person that set it upon E-H-M-A-M and their children. Eliminate all curses, hexes, and spells set upon E-H and M-A-M and their children. Amen. And prayer ID 71804 I pray that the bills received on my desk are a huge mistake and will be recognized immediately in a clean slate given. Thank you. Prayer ID 71802. Please pray for my husband. He, is ha he has a degree costing us $200 a month, and he should be bringing home 4000 a month, but only brings home 2600 a month. This degree needs to pay off soon. He has low confidence, works hard, and is a great father. He deserves this increase. Amen. One more. Prayer ID 71797. Hello, all prayer warriors. I have been diagnosed with COPD. I am terrified and asking for prayers for a miraculous recovery. Amen. COPD is bad. Let's have a moment of silent prayer for all those in need of healing and comfort and affirmation.
Amen. What we've seen so far is that around the turn of the century, the spiritual church movement took hold in America and spread throughout the country with uh, many charismatic and sometimes um, eccentric leaders uh, popping up, and that the spirit of America was uh, extremely uh, uh, open and willing to embrace these churches. Um, understand that the uh, orthodoxy of the organized churches had um, prepared uh, the uh, uh, public for this. At this time, the New Thought movement also was taking hold, and you'll find that many of the New Church, New, new Thought churches, uh, melded quite well with the spiritual churches. Many of the spiritual churches embraced New Thought, and uh, one of these you'll find is uh, Father Divine uh, Doctrine. What we find, in fact, is that uh, Father Divine's doctrine uh, um, became, over time, uh, steeped with uh, the New Thought movement. Uh, and many of his uh, white followers, and as, as many as 30% of his followers were white, uh, came from the New Thought movement. Um, he, uh, uh, Father Divine's... Um, Doctrine seems to be um, an amalgam of New Thought and uh, Christianity from a Old Testament biblical perspective. He, um, Father D Divine, began preaching of his divinity uh, somewhere around 1910, 1911. Uh, he taught that his entire life fulfilled the biblical prophecies about the second coming. He regarded himself as the Messiah reborn, Jesus Christ reborn. He uh, he also lectured, though, that this was not unique. He, he said that the Christ existed in his followers' bodies. He said that he was the light incarnated, reincarnated, to show people how to establish heaven on earth and to show them the way to eternal life. Um, there's a, a quote that you find repeated quite a bit um, in uh, articles and books about him. He uh, he said that um, uh, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he shall dwell with them, and God himself shall be with them, and he shall be their God, and they shall be his people. And uh, he uh, often uh, invented words um, in his speeches. He uh, um, as, as uh, many public speakers do, um, he he. Uh, uh, I, I have some of his speeches uh, recorded, and we'll we'll listen to them at some point. But he uh, uh, he would invent words like extricated and con confabulated and things like this. Uh, one of his speeches, he says, "Condescendingly, I came as an existing spirit, unembodied." Until condescendingly inputting myself in a bodily form in the likenesses of men, I came that I might speak to them in their own language, coming to a country that is supposed to be the country of the free, where mankind is privileged to serve God according to the dictates of his own conscience 
establishing the kingdom of God in the midst of them, that they might be come to be living epistles as individuals seen and read of men, and verifying what has long been said, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he shall dwell with them. And God himself shall be with them, and he shall be their God, and they shall be his people. Now, um, he, uh, his definition of God seemed to be uh, somewhat nebulous at times. Uh, sometimes he said God existed everywhere. Sometimes he said he was God, and sometimes he said God was in everybody. Um, I will tell you that he was a great civil rights leader. Um, I will tell you that he was very concerned with uplifting the downtrodden of society. I will tell you that at one time he was feeding more than 100 people a day, that he opened uh, orphanages, that he had uh, uh, properties all over the country and some in Europe where uh, he was feeding people. Uh, he was a patriot. He loved Americans. Um, and um, he uh, had a um, a movement that he called the um, uh, the peace movement, and um, he uh, he taught this peace movement um, all over. And he he would use peace. It's called the International Peace Mission Movement, and he t- taught people to say peace instead of hello when you met. With him, he's a peace. Um, I will tell you that um, um, after his death, by the way, um, Jim Jones uh, tried to take over his uh, followers by saying he was uh, Father Divine reincarnated. This, and he had, even after his death, he had thousands and thousands of followers. Um, so, um, uh, Johnny Mercer, the uh, songwriter, came to hear one of Father Divine's sermons, and uh, uh, Father Divine was uh, uh, repeating over and over, you got to accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative. And Mercer uh, said, uh, now that's a colorful phrase. And he went back to Hollywood and got together with uh, Harold Arland, you know, who wrote the songs that were in uh, Wizard of Oz. And... Uh, they wrote they wrote a song called Accentuate the Positive that was uh, uh, recorded by Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters. <laughs> so Father Divine inspired many people. So uh, what do we know about his career? Well, we know quite a bit, actually. Um, I have a lot of newspaper articles about him. I was fascinated with him. I, I ran across him when I was uh, looking for newspaper articles about the then uh, – Rarely, uh, rarely known about uh, Reverend Adele Clemens, who founded Divine Harmony Spiritual Church. And uh, uh, up to that point, all we knew about her was that she wrote an introduction to uh, Candle Magic, um, which you can get through uh, our church, Lucky Mojo Curio Company, too. Uh, and uh, we knew that she was uh, the founder of Divine Harmony Spiritual Church, and it was always assumed that she was a large African-American woman. I went in search of newspapers to find her, and as it turned out, she claimed to be the grandniece of uh, Samuel Clemens, Mark Twain. And there's pictures of her, and it turns out she was a very tiny uh, white woman with a curly blonde hair and a voice like a canary. So this came as a surprise to many of us. 
and she had been a follower of uh, Major Divine, and she uh, had a church that was associated with his at one point. She started um, when he was in Harlem, and there were some hints that perhaps she had been uh, involved with one of his followers, uh, an African American man, one of his uh, one of the leaders of one of his uh, compounds. Um, he had these houses everywhere. He uh, encouraged his followers to buy houses, and they were called heavens. These houses that housed many, many people, they were called heavens. And there was some indication that she was romantically involved with an African-American man who, who ran one of those. And uh, then she uh, broke away, as some people did, and uh, started her own life. Now, I'm going to tell you that uh, you will find in many write-ups of Father Divine that um, that the uh, FBI file and other uh, uh, legal documents say his original name was George Baker. Uh, some research said that he was um, uh, Father Divine's parents were freed African-American slaves um, and uh, uh, that he was probably called George Baker around the turn of the century um, and that uh, some research um, says his uh, mother was a former slave named Nancy Baker. I want to read to you, though, a letter that he wrote um, um, that um, that he wrote to um, uh, the uh, Bruce Chapman, who had a radio program called The Answer Man. And uh, because uh, uh, people want to know who Major Divine was, so he wrote a letter clearing this up, and he said, uh, Dear Mr. Chapman, your letter of the 15th, uh, ultimo to Mr. Job Paul, trustee of the Unity Mission Church, Home and Training School Incorporated, has been received and turned over to me for reply, and I write in response to same. Firstly, it was my understanding that the policy of the answer man is to state facts, and therefore I would like to ascertain definitely from whence cometh the source of your answers concerning me. Certainly you do not question me to get firsthand information, the truth. But since you have been properly informed by Mr. Job Paul, one of the millions of my follow millions, mind you, of my followers, that your statement regarding my name is false and untrue. And since, as you say, you believe firmly in the golden rule, I request you to not only correct your files, but to retract your statement over the air that your misinformed public might also get the truth. My name is Mr. Major J. Divine as a civilian and citizen of the United States, but as a minister of the gospel, Reverend Major J. or M.J. Divine, better known as Father Divine, as the creator, establisher, and demonstrator of the Father Divine Peace Mission Movement, and as the founder and establisher of many incorporated churches under the Peace Mission Movement, the cooperative system, and the Righteous Government Department and its platform under the Peace Mission Movement and known throughout the world as Father Divine, but not at any time in the history of my personal existence have I ever been called George Baker with my knowledge of it until recent years in the Mineola case, which we'll talk about in a minute. When, with perjured testimonies and affidavits, someone brought that name unknown to me before then into the court. 
Notwithstanding these findings, the decision and sentence were reversed by the appellate, appellate division of the Supreme Court of the state of New York on 32 counts of prejudice. Yet, there are those who are malicious with prejudice and jealousy who desire to endorse the false, perjured testimonies and affidavits that have long since been ruled out. They desire to do it for the purpose of loration. I don't know what that word means. Distortion and in the act of perverting the minds of the public concerning me. Every time he says me, it's capitalized. But I know any democratic and unbiased person will call any other person by the name or names by which they are called, especially by the name by which they call themselves. I, ca- I don't even know what that means. I call you and all other persons by the name by which you are called, at least by the name you are known by. But if I were malicious, prejudiced, bigoted, biased-minded towards a person, I might try to call that person by the name that would tend to low-rate or discredit the person of whom I was speaking. My name has never at any time been George Baker, as stated by you and many others who have filled the press and the air with radio broadcasts with false, erroneous, and perjured testimonies endorsed as though they were true. I hope this will give you definite first-hand information so that you might have a chance to be even as this leaves me. For this leaves me well, healthy, joyful, peaceful, lively, loving, successful, prosperous, and happy in spirit, body, and mind, and in every organ, muscle, sinew, joint, limb, vein, and bone, and even in every atom, fiber, and cell of my bodily form, respectfully and sincere. I am Reverend M.J. Divine, better known as Father Divine. And there you go. Not George Baker. Reverend Major J. Devine. All right. Now concerning the International Peace Mission Movement, this was uh, basically a series of communes. And it was a communal religion. And I will tell you that um, it reached its highest peak right after the Great Depression. It started during the Depression. Um, um, I'll tell you that he was a very early leader in the African-American Civil Rights uh, Social Justice Movement. Uh, He was very feared by a number of people. Uh, The FBI, for one, um, the white establishment, um, for another, everywhere he set up, the uh, upper-class white people were very afraid of him. Um, um, and uh, I'll tell you that um, the peace mission grew both nationally and internationally. And I'll tell you that in 1932 or so, uh, the headquarters were established in Harlem. Now, he um, he did preach that there should be a positive consciousness in unity with the with the divine mind, which comes from New Thought. And he said that this uh, positive consciousness with the divine mind was the only way. Uh, that could pos- that could positively lead to good health, prosperity, and ultimately to happiness and salvation. Uh, now he taught that heaven really existed on earth. This present reality we live in was heaven, uh, and that don't expect rewards in the afterlife. Expect re- your rewards here and now. That this was where where you re- don't 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 wait for uh, happiness and prosperity in the divine. By and by, but right here and now, and uh, there would uh, you should have your blessings of earthly and spiritual benefits here and now by living up to uh, st- to what he was his teachings and standards, which were positive work, good food, clean place, 
safe to provide, and he provided it. So the peace mission was uh, known for these uh, spotlessly clean living places, cafeterias and restaurants. Uh, uh, these um, um, uh, banquet halls, uh, um, these peace mission properties, um, they, they were extremely cheap. The, uh, the places to live were like a dollar a week. Um, the meals were 50 cents a day. Um, if you couldn't afford them, no, um, no charge were given. Um, interestingly enough, the, uh, uh, the most of the communities that he had in the Northeast were African American. In the Midwest and the West, uh, most of his congregation were white. Um, the, uh, the Father Divine and his uh, followers were uh, harsh critics of the way Americans permitted uh, racism and discrimination. He was against uh, segregation in schools. Uh, they were um, uh, the International Modest Code that he enforced included celibacy, no smoking, no drinking, no uh, fraternizing between the sexes, no profanity, no vulgarity, no obscenity, um, uh, no immodest dressing. Uh, they did not wear cosmetics or perfumes. You could wear modest jewelry, no short pants, um, and um, polite speech to everyone, even those who were not polite to you. Um, he um, he had positive uh, teachings uh, economically and socially. The uh, he wanted he taught that God uh, wanted you to work hard, make money, and be happy, and he said that there was tremendous social power in in uh, a, a solid community that was prosperous, and this is true. Um, he said, pool your financial resources to obtain and preserve and beautify and restore land and properties. So his people that he took in, they learned how to construct and restore buildings at low cost. They, they bought decrepit structures and uh, beautified, repaired, and restored them. And they, they learned to be self-sufficient. They learned how to fix things on their own, how to plumb, how to garden. Uh, they uh, worked on their own cars because, you know, these were people that were the outcasts of society. Uh, and they did not ever take handouts. He said, do not get on welfare. Don't accept government monies. Don't get on handouts. Don't ever use credit. Don't make purchases on credit. If you need money, pool your resources. Do you understand? You listen to this, you think this is a really good way to live. And uh, uh, they uh, created employment opportunities uh, for male and females alike. Uh, now, uh, in Philadelphia, where he set up one of his uh, missions, uh, they were known for, through the 50s, 60s, and 70s for their uh, honesty uh, in providing uh, services to the community. Uh, they were industrious, hard workers, and honest. Now, this was not a cult. Uh, they they were accused in the press of being a cult. This was not a cult. This is a religious community. If this is a cult, then um, uh, any 
religious community could be called a cult. Um, these were people who were poor, pushed out of their neighborhoods by the expansion of wealthy white people who were not hired because of their social status. Uh, they were uneducated. They did not have a chance uh, of getting ahead, and he took them in, educated them, taught them manners, taught them how to manage money. They were indigent, jobless, hungry, disempowered, and he gave them the ability to fend for themselves. You can understand why he was considered a threat to the establishment. Um, so Father Divine directed his church members to purchase structures throughout uh, Philadelphia, North Philadelphia, uh, New York, and Sayville, and they called them heavens. Male and female followers lived separately in these heavens. Um, and um, uh, so in 1949, the Tracy Hotel, which was next to the University of Pennsylvania, uh, came under peace mission control and was soon operating as the Divine Tracy, an interracial residential and transit hotel. Uh, this was uh, uh, had uh, then they uh, bought another hotel with 150 rooms. They bought the 246-room Lorraine Hotel at North Broad Street. And uh, so even married couples could rent these single rooms. Um, and uh, so uh, Father Divine uh, decided to declare Philadelphia as the new city of God. And uh, uh, Philadelphia remained a blessed space. Man, it ain't now. Uh, even uh, when he died in 1965, it was considered the um, uh, a place where his followers would go as a blessed space. Um, um, so um, he took uh, he took this um, quite far. Now, what I would like to do is uh, tell you about a um, a uh, some of the legal battles um, and. Uh, when they moved to Sayville, New York, which is on Long Island, um, he and his followers were the first black homeowners in town. So he purchased a, a, a house on Macon Street from a resident who had a ongoing uh, hostility uh, <laughs> with his neighbor. So he sold his house to uh, uh, a bunch of black people to piss off the neighbors. So. The two neighbors who were German Americans began fighting when one of them changed his name, uh, basically, uh, to an American name, and uh, the neighbors taunted him, and the feud escalated until one of them decided to move. So, uh, as a final insult, uh, he he specifically uh, sold his home to colored people to lower the neighbor's property value. Colored, quote unquote. So. Uh, Father Divine helped, started holding his weekly banquets, and he helped newcomers find jobs. Uh, he began attracting followers of uh, every race, white, black, etc. Uh, so uh, uh, the integrated environment, you know, whites and blacks mingling, um, and his uh, prosperity infuriated the neighborhood. Uh, so the uh, uh, Members of the over of the uh, rich white community uh, started accusing him of maintaining a harem, a baldy house, uh, engaging in uh, orgies, um, 
uh, and uh, the uh, courts found these claims baseless, but uh, the neighbors continued to harass him. So uh, in uh, 1931, um, Father Devine was arrested with uh, maintaining a baldy house and disturbing the peace. So uh, quite remarkable since this is during the, the Depression, Father Devine uh, paid his bail in cash. Now, uh, the trial was scheduled for late fall, and uh, the press and notoriety of this, the media had a good time with it. I've got lots of newspaper articles about this, um, allowed uh, allowed his popularity to snowball. So Father Devine, in the meantime, was holding banquets for as many as three to 4,000 people during that summer. Uh, it only made matters worse for the people that – tried to persecute him. They wish they'd never opened their big mouths. Uh, uh, traffic jams were everywhere. Uh, so the, uh, it worked both ways. Not only his, his notoriety improved, his following came, but it made a good case for people that said he was uh, uh, an attractive nuisance So, uh, and that it was hurting their property values. So um, um, uh, in November, uh, the police were called to his uh, – Loud property, very loud. Uh, you know, by now his following would, you know, up up to a thousand on that property. So, uh, state troopers, uh, state police, uh, they brought in uh, paddy wagons and buses. A mob of neighbors had surrounded the compound. It looked like a riot was going to break out. Uh, so the police informed Father Divine they had 15 minutes to disperse. So Father Divine stood looking at his watch and had them wait in utter silence for 10 minutes. At the 10-minute mark, he said, um, let's go, and they very politely filled the police buses and went into custody. So um, they were processed at the jail, and uh, they refused to give their uh, regular names. They uh, they made up names on the moment. Uh, <laughs> so you know they had adopted names, you know, like Sister uh, Mary Divine and uh, – you know, brother uh, John the Baptist and things like this. Um, so, uh, seventy-eight people were arrested. Uh, uh, apparently, about a third of them were white. Forty-six just pleaded guilty, and they they incurred five-dollar fines, and which Father Divine paid with a five-hundred-dollar bill. And the court <laughs> could not make change. Uh, so, uh, uh, Father Divine and his wife and a bunch of others just. Uh, resisted the charges, so uh, these were uh, these were these made sensational news. So uh, the New York uh, event, uh, it was probably uh, the highlight of his career. Uh, most of the articles were inaccurate, uh, overblown, yellow journalism, but it made him very popular. Uh, so uh, he went on a, a speaking tour. Um, it was uh, at Rockland Palace. He spoke to uh, – they estimate 10,000 people, and uh, so by the middle of uh, the 30s, he was he was regularly speaking at Rockland and throughout New York, New Jersey, uh, all of New England. Uh, he had supporters in Washington State, California, and throughout the world thanks to the uh, uh, devotees of New Thought, and uh, um, now um, the movement – was predominantly black, but uh, when you started going uh, through the Midwest and the West, uh, uh, mostly middle-class whites. 
Um, so, um, um, so they finally go to trial uh, in May of 1932. His uh, lawyer was uh, uh, L.E.J. Lovelace, who was uh, the former U.S. attorney, um, they 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 went for a change of venue because of jury bias, and uh, uh, they found him guilty but asked for leniency on behalf of Father Divine. Uh, ignoring this request, Justice Smith lectured on how Father Divine was a fraud and a menace to society before issuing the maximum sentence for disturbing the peace when you're in prison and a $500 fine. Now, I am going to um, read you this. Um, Newspaper article in just a minute, but I want to um, read you something else. Um, um, the um, where he um, apologizes, or he says something about um, um, it's either in this newspaper. Um, Father Divine seeks change in trial county on nuisance charge. The Reverend Major J. Divine, who is Father Divine, is leader of a group of colored and white worshipers. This is a newspaper article at this time, um, which is formerly located at Saville, Long Island, has taken action through his attorney, former assistant U.S. Attorney James C. Thomas, to secure a change of venue for his trial on an indictment charging he maintained a public nuisance in the holding of religious services in which his followers reached a state of frenzied fervor that annoyed his white neighbors. Mr. Thomas has served District Attorney Alexander Blue of Suffolk County with motion papers returnable April 28th in the Suffolk County Supreme Court asking a change of venue to the Supreme Court or some other county, preferably Kings or New York County. Since his indictment, Father, and it's got quotes on Father Divine, has not been holding meetings in Sayville, but is conducting meetings in various cities in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, to which large numbers are attracted of both races. Alleged miraculous cures of physical, mental, domestic, and spiritual disabilities have attracted much attention. It is pointed out that Father Divine serves as many as six meals a day with 50 persons partaking. For three years past, he's been feeding and clothing at least 100 persons the year round. Then... Uh, as we know, he was doing these uh, speeches at uh, uh, Stanford um, in the newspaper the next day after that. On Friday, April 22, 10 buses, each holding 49 passengers. So we have almost 500 people um, with, a pr- with private cars and several cabs left New York City for Union Baptist Church in Stanford, Connecticut, where the Reverend Major J. Devine and his followers held a peace meeting. A good deal of excitement was created in Harlem when someone seated in one of six busloads of Father Devine's believers uh, and co-workers, which were waiting in front of the barber shop of James Allardyce on 7th Avenue. Now I bet Mr. Allardyce had business after this. Spied Father Devine going into the barber shop to get his hair trimmed and spread the word around. The crowd rushed from the bus in the barbershop shouting, Peace, Father, peace. It is wonderful. And surrounding him began to sing, The Comforter has come. Passerbys, noticing the crowd and hearing the singing, added to the number until within a few minutes there were a milling group, all curious to get a glimpse of Divine. One young lady who forced her way to the front said, I thought he would look like God. Hearing this, 
Divine said, no, I look like any other man. Shortly afterwards, the Divine followers got back into the six buses and started off to Stanford, where they joined the others in one of the biggest meetings Stanford has seen. Isn't it? Isn't it wonderful? Can you imagine? Just imagine this. Um, so, around. So now, interestingly, this judge, who uh, um, laid down this, um, um, <laughs> who laid down this uh, verdict um, um, on. Um, on May 24th, um, well, uh, on June 5th, on June 5th, uh, uh, on June 9th, dies of a heart attack. Father Devine was widely reported to have commented on the death. I hated to do that. In fact, he wrote to his followers, I did not desire Judge Smith to die. I did desire that my spirit would touch his heart and change his mind that he might repent and believe and be saved from the grave. The impression uh, that Judge Justice Smith's death was divine retribution was perpetuated by the press. So this judge sentenced uh, uh, Father Divine uh, to one year in prison and a five dollar fine, and then he dies. He dies like five years later, and uh, Father Divine said, "I hated to do that." Um, so during his very brief prison stay, the, the um, sentence was commuted. He only um, uh, uh, stayed in jail for a couple of weeks. He was released on June 25th. Uh, he read um, he read a lot, uh, 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 a lot. He read a lot. He apparently got some uh, literature on the Scottsboro Nine. Do you know the Scottsboro Nine? There were these nine uh, African American teenagers uh, accused in Alabama of raping two uh, uh, white women on a train. Um, uh, they they were lynched. They, they didn't have a trial. They were just lynched. Um, um, and um, so at this point, he becomes very involved in civil rights, and he 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 starts lobbying for anti-lynch laws, um, and um, for uh, a, you know anti-segregation laws and and things like this. So um, the um, he starts opening. Um, he starts buying hotels, uh, which they call heavens, where they could live and seek jobs. Um, they open uh, budget stores, uh, including restaurants and clothing shops, that could, they could uh, sell uh, things cheaply during the Depression. Um, and uh, part of his doctrine, in fact, were uh, economical enterprises that were cash only, not credit. Uh, he had branches in Los Angeles, uh, all through California, Seattle, Washington. They had gatherings in France, Switzerland, Canada, and Australia. Look how big this got. Um, uh, Time Magazine estimated he had over 2 million followers. Um, uh, so uh, many politicians wanted him to uh, endorse him, but he would not do it. He would not uh, do this. He became interested in the Communist Party in America. Uh, he... Uh, he believed in capitalism, but he liked their commitment to civil rights. Um, now, uh, he um, this this caught the interest of the FBI, by the way. Um, now, um, the um, 
his uh, he was outraged at racial injustices. Um, they had uh, in uh, 1939 they organized uh, an event called the Divine Righteous Government Convention, um, and they uh, they crafted a uh, ideas uh, the uh, uh, toward social justice where they opposed school segregation. They opposed uh, many of Franklin Delano Roosevelt's social programs uh, that they called you know handouts meant to uh, 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 be basically a patch on some social problems. Um, he had some legal problems. Um, one of his followers kidnapped uh, the 17 year old daughter uh, and took her uh, across state lines uh, without her parents' consent, renamed her the Virgin Mary, and called himself John the Revelator. And he began having sexual relations with her. Uh, he announced that she would give birth. Uh, to a new redeemer by immac- via immaculate conception, uh, Father DeMond said, "What's all this then?" And he summoned this guy back to New York. He separated them, uh, chastised uh, his uh, insane uh, disciple, and uh, but the parents uh, uh, thought she had been brainwashed by this cult, and uh, into thinking she was literally the Virgin Mary. Mary demanded uh, financial compensation. Now. Father Divine, and because his attorney said that set a bad precedent. You know, if they paid off one uh, person, you know, one follower, uh, many of the other ex-followers might jump on the gravy train. Um, so uh, uh, the parents went to uh, William Randolph Hearst, who was an outspoken critic. And many of the Hearst newspapers, uh, I got some of these articles. They're really condescending of. Uh, Father Divine, and you know they they talk about uh, the Negro Messiah, and they make fun of him a lot. Uh, you know, William Randolph Hearst is the one who destroyed Orson Welles' career after Citizen Kane. Uh, so, uh, so John Hunt, the guy that ran off with the girl, was uh, sentenced to three years in jail. Uh, uh, and Father Divine said, "Right, you know, I, I'm behind that. He should go to jail." Uh, um, the but the scandal brought very bad publicity to the Father Divine and his movement, um, and uh, the newspapers implied that his followers were brainwashed and uh, cult cultish. Uh, um, so um, one of his uh, at the same time one of his fo- one of his pro- one of his followers who was uh, a leader of a group, her name was called Faithful Mary, uh, took control of a commune. Uh, and uh, led a rebellion, uh, and uh, so um, in early May, Father Divine was located, uh, extradited from Connecticut, and faced criminal charges in New York. Uh, uh, Hearst's uh, Metronome Newsreel uh, distributed uh, uh, sarcastic uh, movies about him. Uh, uh, made fun of him and uh uh then another ex follower filed a lawsuit for uh, about five thousand uh, dollars and said he had uh, conned them out of some money. Um uh, and by nineteen thirty eight Father Divine was cleared of all these criminal charges. Um uh, Faithful Mary uh returned to the movement. 
she dropped her uh, try, you know she dropped her attempts to uh, form a splinter group and came back. Uh, Father Divine concentrated on uh, civil rights. Uh, he uh, uh, by the 40s, his followers had gathered uh, 250,000 signatures in favor of an anti-lynching bill that he he wrote and proposed. However, uh, these anti-lynching laws were very slow to be accepted. People liked lynching black people, and it was very slow to be accepted. Um, 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 so eventually, um, in the 40s and 50s, um, his wife died. Uh, he remarried, and uh, his, uh, his uh, following trickled down um, between the – late 40s and the 60s he uh continued to petition for civil rights he the um international peace movement exists to this day he died in 1965 he still had uh, heavens here and there and he uh continued to do it we only have about a minute left very fascinating man we'll talk to a, a bit more about him next week and um i have some uh recordings of him talking and some stuff about him we'll, we'll play that we'll read some more newspaper articles so uh, join us next week and we shall indeed um, um, explore more about this fascinating man i'll have some more articles to read to you and we'll have some uh, recordings of him and we'll go further to some of the uh, activities of uh, major jealous divine and we'll segue from there into some of the uh, branches that he started and other people he inspired see you next week Thank you.